can we get Nathaniel to learn that on the guitar? I'm probably, yeah. probably so. Yeah, yeah, probably so. He yeah. could probably do it in two seconds. And maybe he could. I'm not sure. He probably could. And so he's always credit. up for that. He's always up for the challenge. And so he's always up for the challenge. It's good. Or but. Casey, maybe you could sing it. Yeah. Oh, no, Nathaniel would definitely have that down in two seconds. Yeah. yeah. Give him the Rocking credit, Sean. Why are you he's questioning got... his ability? I'm not questioning his ability. I think he's great. Okay. Man, he's coming in hot. Like Duncan so, just coming in. I like, know, like wow. hitting, hitting hard. Like, man, <laughs> what's going on? Right what was now? it? I just he was he was, said he didn't know if he could do it. I think he could. Me and Casey yeah, are confident he that he could. I just said like, yeah, he probably could. Anyway, and so welcome to the podcast. I welcome. Mean, Jamie's Jeez, got yeah. redoing his mic over there. I've never seen someone do that. <laughs> That's a good idea, though. He could see our faces easier. That's right. That's kind of yeah. That's what it's about. Where were you last weekend? We all missed you. Oh, yeah, was, let us know. I was down in East Alton. Well, I mean, Roxana. Two Wood weekends River. ago, probably, right? Is that down or up? It'd be up. Up, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a, yeah. I went north. 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 Yeah. Bethel, whatever that is. Yeah. Well, it was, was a great Sunday. Bethel, it was a great Sunday. Yeah, they had uh, north. Brent, you know, outside and... It was the start of the hot week, but the whole time it was an overcast. So wow. the sun never came out. Right at maybe right at the end of uh, of the message time, but um, yeah, it was uh, awesome, man. They had like four or five people that were going to get baptized, and end up being twelve. And praise God. Yeah, and uh, um, but it was good. Man. It was so really how did cool. I mean? Like, just so did he have large, like newer new people, larger crowd? Like, yeah, all some sudden- great stories about just people who've. Who have been coming and inviting other people and um, connections in their past and and uh, the man that he talked about in the video mm-hmm. that was played here didn't he yeah. get baptized? Yeah, yeah, wow. he got baptized. His uh, his uh, friend got baptized. He brought his girlfriend. So the the girlfriend was the one that uh, used to buy drugs from him. And so wow, yeah. So you had three people who who had a relationship because of their past, you know, outside of church, all. They're all brought there. All brought, saved, and yeah, one one of the other guys just beforehand, he just before like people were just hanging out and drinking coffee, and he said, "I want to get saved and baptized today." And they loved the Lord right there. I love that. That is so, awesome. It was cool, man. It was That's really awesome. cool, and just uh, their team did a great job and blew speakers right before it, so they had to go get new speakers. And, the speakers oh, blew oh, right no. before the yeah, service it was like started. Thirty minutes before. Come on. So they ran and grabbed different speakers, which they were like, it's probably better because it was the speakers they took down in there. But yeah, they've done great things with that Here's building. Here's a good reason. To, yeah. They're about to paint it too. Paint the building. Outside of it? Yep. The outside. White. I love that you belong cool. here sign in there. Yeah. Yeah. That looks really good. Man, it's, um, uh, I listened to, the, you know, I watched a little bit of the video that they had posted or whatever, but the band was rocking. Oh man. And so really they good. Do. Ryan and his wife do a great job, man. I was like, way they to did. go. Yeah. She can sing. Oof. Really she got a soulful job. voice. That's awesome. Yeah, they did a great job. And they had a drummer I'd never met. Met him. He is, he is into it. It was awesome. He looked like he was. Jam- I'd never seen the hen before. Yeah. And so yeah, they had a new electric guitar player that they. It was his first time playing. They have an yeah. acoustic drum set, don't they? Yeah, yeah. It was o- awesome. outside. I think inside it's electric. Is it, or no, maybe not. It, was, it doesn't matter. I guess. Yeah, I'm but. pretty sure it's acoustic. But yeah, outside, cool. I don't know. Yeah, it was. Awesome. It was pretty good. Sunday. It was a good Sunday. Very cool. So happy for Brent. Way to go, Brent. Keep they have a great, great work done. Great area. If you haven't been to Bethel, they have a great area for outside service too. Eight yes, acres. <laughs> All flat. Eight really. acres. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's good stuff. Well, hey, this Sunday you talked a lot about uh family, Pastor Jamie. And uh which was awesome. 
yeah. well enjoyed it and uh, kind of deal. But uh, we just want to maybe hit that a little bit more in depth and detail in regards to just accountability and all mm-hmm. those kind of things. And so yeah, it's, important. It's, it's important. We know where we're at in the family kind of well, deal. Well, sure. And I, I'm sure for a lot of people, I said, assembly of God more than um, more than they've ever heard <laughs> what is on this? a Sunday morning. Uh, still even people asking, like, so we're assembly of God? It's like, yes. And yeah. uh, and it, I, I love, you know, obviously we don't say it because I don't want people getting caught up on yeah. denominations. And, no. But also, I don't. I never, maybe you guys give your opinion. I've never loved the word non-denominational. No. I just think it screamed rebellion. Like, you know what? We're not going to associate with anybody. And it's like, oh, okay. That's, that's, that's not always good either. Yeah. And so, but for us, you know, as I shared this Sunday, like, man, when we were planting, I mean, I still love the story of sitting in St. Peter's and my buddy Lindy Mm -hmm. saying, man, if there, if there was a guy. And he called me and he said, um, I want you to join my team. I wouldn't pray about it. I'd just go. Right. Because I know he would have bathed that in prayer and he wouldn't be asking me unless the Lord told him to. That's how much I trust him. And I was like, who's this guy? And he's right. like, Phil Schneider. Yeah. And he goes, you need to meet with Phil. He goes, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he goes, don't come Missouri AG side. Stay on the <laughs> Illinois side. It's way yeah. better. Yeah. That, there's and he truth said, to that. You need to meet with Phil Schneider. Mm-hmm. And so the next day I was in Phil's office in Bethalto. Yeah. And Phil didn't, I mean, he knew of me because we have good friends that attend Cornerstone, family friends. And so he knew of me, but it was awesome because I went renewing my credentials with the assemblies. Like, that's why I was going. Yeah. So, you know, to go and that be the intent, like, hey, you know, I know you're coming. He goes, I know you're here to renew your credentials. That's easy. Let's, let's talk about what God's speaking to you. Yep. And you're like, and I think up to that point, you know, nobody had really done that. Yeah. We knew what God was calling us to do, but you know, no, no disrespect or offense to my previous church that I was at, but they weren't asking that question, no. you know, and they, they weren't saying like, let's get you there. You know, I mean, it was just, so it was refreshing for me, but it was also like, I did, I, I kind of went into it with kind of like my head tilted because I was like, this sounds too good to be true, which became like our board at the time. That's the, that's the phrase that we started using. This sounds too good to be true. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we got a building out of that. We got a parsonage out of that. There's money that was attached yeah. to it. And you're like, okay, this is, this is too good to be this true. Is incredible. So even our launch night at, at first Baptist, <laughs> right? you know, not launch, but a uh, pre, pre, pre launch. We're sitting with Cal Swenson and and he's like, yeah, we, we just believe in you guys. And I remember one of the board members was like, okay, like we love hearing that, but we don't know you right? and you don't know us. And so for you to say, we believe in you guys is still really hard to hear. And I think a lot of that team was, was just hurt yeah, already from a previous church experience. And so hesitant. it was a, they were hesitant, hesitant, like, hesitant's a great word. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think you, what you just described really just describes, uh, you know, the, the assembly's got it really well. Cause I think a lot of people, the reason why they go non-denominational, they don't want to be denominational anymore is because there's this structure somewhere that's governing their local church. Yeah. And that's not, that's not what the assembly's got is. It's a fellowship and it, they walk beside a local community, a local church to support and encourage and empower them to be the gospel in that community. And I think, you know, just what you explained is exactly what 
uh, what it is. And it's great to have, uh, to be a part of a fellowship, to be part of a denomination that's walking alongside with us. And, uh, you know, which is really great. We're very thankful for them. And so, well, and I think people ask like growth, you know, Hey, so grow. And obviously part of that is team and Mm -hmm. how God brings people together. And, and, uh, but we've obviously had setbacks. I mean, we've had, we've had issues, you know what I mean? Like we weren't, we're not, uh, you know, we, we're not, um, that's happened. Yeah. I mean, that's happened. We've had, you know, some things where people have left our team and, yeah. and, um, hurt, hurt feelings and all those kind of things. But ultimately I think the growth that happens is that we've done our best to make sure that that is done in a, in a right way. And, and, uh, sometimes people don't feel that way and we understand that as well, but it's also open doors for other people to come. And so, I mean, I'll, all three of you guys from Casey, Sean, yeah. and Duncan, you weren't here in the very beginning, nope. yet uh, a door was opened for you to come. And so to me, that's the that's the important thing that we've, those doors have opened and, you know, we've, we've walked through those doors. So, yeah, so good. You know, and one of the things I love the fact that leadership, you know, Jamie, you and I both are licensed with the Assemblies of God and, and uh, we, you know, there's process for our staff to be a part of that as well, you know, but I love the fact that, you know, it's accountability for you and I, you know, not just somebody walking with us, but it's accountability and accountability is great at that level, you know, and, and governance. And it's also great in the local level, you know, and this is why, you know, your sermon and talking about what it looks like, uh, skeleton wise, structure wise, it's important that we all understand that there are systems that help us get to where we need to go and keep everybody doing and keeping Jesus at the center of everything. And, you know, all of those kind of things. And, um, so I think it's good that we, you know, we have talked through or talking through that on a Sunday morning. Well, and we've like Casey's shared stories and you don't have to share them now, but like we've shared stories of where, where you see a broken system in a church and hurt happens and, um, and there's no, there's no, um, that system doesn't allow for those hurt things to happen. Yep. Whereas like what we wanted to create is we want to create, like there are going to be times where things are broken and we have to handle them. We can't sweep them under the rug. We can't not talk about them. Yeah. We, we have to talk about them. And I think ultimately people want honesty and, and truth. And we need to admit where, where we fell short or where we messed up. And, and, um, and so those systems support that. And realizing like, hey, we we won't be here forever. We want this right. to be longevity and uh, to surpass us when, when we're not here, um, if the Lord tarries. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll just be honest with you, and, you know, you guys chime in here, but, I mean, about three weeks ago, we all thought Pastor was resigning. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I was in the green room with four people who didn't know what the announcement was, and I knew because I'd heard the conversation, and... You set it up the way if I wouldn't have known, I would have thought you were going to announce you were moving to youth ministry (laughs) and Sean was going to be. And everyone was like looking at me and looking at the screen and looking back at me like, what, what are, what, what are they going to announce? I was like, well, I said, I'll, just wait and see. I'll give you the, I don't think, I didn't get that at all. Well, Jimmy. I've had several people say that. Like, yeah. Someone will say what you just said, Case, and someone's like, I didn't hear and that I've at heard all. Both. I was like. Oh, really? I was like, well, I changed it up second service. Second so service. if you were second oh. service, that, that wasn't even. First service, yeah, I saw people starting to tear up. They I thought like, you were gone. Because I knew where it was going. I was like, why are they I was, crying I was like, Jim, right why are you playing Friends or Friends Forever by Michael W. Smith? <laughs> That's not what's happening <laughs> That's here. That's not what's happening here. 
And so, but it's, it's good. These kind of systems help us continue to keep the center, uh, the most important thing, you know, the mission and, uh, which is really good. Well, I think the thing that I've seen crash churches and send people away more than ever is like what you mentioned, sweeping things under the rug. And I feel like I I always hate the phrase when they're like, well, we're going to deal with it in house and not like, I don't know. I feel like that's just a way to say, well, we'll meet with so-and-so and this and that. And people don't need to know that something mm-hmm. unfortunate right. happened here. And it's like, no, that, I don't know. You can take that on so many different situations that have happened that we don't want to tell people afraid that it will make them leave the church because something negative happened. But then it feels like we're a part of a club that doesn't address like when things are wrong. I right. don't know. So yeah, I'm, I'm big for accountability. And bringing things to light. And actually, one of our first, uh, like the first month we were here, you had brought a family up on stage and we were praying for them as they were leaving. And I've never seen that done. I was just like, man, no room for gossip. Well, I mean, there's always room for gossip. It depends on. You can find it if you're a gossip. You'll figure out how to do it. But I was just like, that was the best way I've seen someone leave. And I don't even know the circumstances. I don't know if it was a good leave or a bad leave, but... Yeah, that, I remember that one specifically. It was a good lead, uh, leave. And uh, I know we, we joke because we, we offer that to anyone. If yeah. anyone's, you know, comes in and first and foremost, two things have to happen. First, they have to tell you they're leaving. And secondly, right. they have to be okay with, you know, being on stage and all that. And usually people don't love that. But I offer it to everybody because I do want to squash the, I mean, if you're truly leaving um, in a healthy way, you want that. Mm-hmm. You want someone to go, hey, well, we want to close this chapter so you can start a new one. You don't want those to blend in. And I want it for that next pastor. I want that next pastor to experience fruit from this family or this individual. And so it's always offered. But uh, like I said to the last person we had conversation with, it's rarely it's rarely accepted. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, because no matter, and you say this all the time, we hear, hear it and. Uh, uh, new people gatherings and, you know, that kind of thing. We say, Hey, listen, like we know that like some of you are going to be here for a long time. Some of you are going to be here a short time. Some of you, this is not the place for you, but Hey, we're the body of Christ, no matter what church we're going to. And uh, when we're bumping into each other, like we, we still need to be family, you know, and uh, it doesn't matter, you know, that we're going different spots. And I think that's, that's when we planted, I think that's what was different because I mean, we've all been at different churches. Mm-hmm. So, it, what was different for us was I really felt like the Lord said, this is it. Like, this is where you're going to be. Well, at, at this time, I'm, you know, I'm 35 and I'm like, this is where I'm going to be the rest of my life. But <laughs> I felt that, like, I felt like, hey, you're, bu- you're we're going to build something here mm-hmm. and this is going to be. And so it was the first time that I've ever thought there's going to be people that will stay here. And Kyle said that to me early on. He's like, there's going to be people that start with you. There are going to be people that stay with you. There's going to be people that start with you that they don't stay with you. And then there's going to be people that come along the way and all of those, those types of things that are going to happen, you got to celebrate those things. And so like even the leadership structure that we're talking about, it's like, Hey, the goal is that anyone that comes, we want to become family. Like that's the goal. Yep. Do I realize that every week, every Sunday, there's marketplace people? Absolutely. Yep. Because I'm inviting a neighbor and uh, he's not family yet. Mm -hmm. He's marketplace. He's, He's not said yes to Jesus, but so much of the gospel is being, you know, Jesus addressing marketplace people and family, marketplace people and religious leaders. Like all this time he's addressing and what he's saying to them is different things. Like, I mean, and they have to, 
they ha- they have to. The conversation, and we talked about this a little bit at the pastors' gathering we had this past week. There, there's going to be a moment where someone says, "This is really hard for me," and you have to say, "Who am I talking to right now?" Yeah, am I talking to someone who's following Jesus and desires that, or am I talking to someone who's rejecting Christ and and just unsure about what they're doing? Mm-hmm. Well, those are two different conversations. So, I mean, I'm not a I'm not a guy that loves to to put anything before Christian. So I don't like. Yeah, right. I'm not. I'm a. I'm a. You know, whatever it is. I'm a drinking Christian. I'm an alcoholic Christian. I'm a. Yeah. I'm a gay Christian. I'm. I'm this Christian. Like we have. Uh, I have a problem with that because, you know, again, English people will tell you that that right there is dominant. Yeah. And it takes away the, the word Christian. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like saying, "Hey, I'm going to give Christ everything," but whatever, whatever adjective I've put in front of Christian. Right. You can have everything, but you can't, you can't have this alcohol side of me. Yep. You can have everything, but you can't have this lifestyle side yep. of me. And it's like, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, so, and almost pointing it out makes you realize, well, you do, you know that that's a thing. You're right. acknowledging like, it. But the whole reason not. you're putting it first. Yeah. yeah. Well, it helps the rest of us know how to interact with you. Like I know Jamie is a fully devoted follower of Jesus Christ. He's committed to live his life according to the word of God. So if all of a sudden, like I see that like he's drinking first, it's going to startle me because I know he doesn't drink. Uh, but then I realize like, whoa, he's like drinking all the time and he's getting drunk. Now I'm going to him as a family member because I know he's a part of the body of Christ and saying, hey, listen, this is what the Bible talks about drunkardness. I see you're getting drunk all the time. We need to talk about this, you yeah. know. And uh, now a marketplace person, like, you know, they're exploring their faith, they're exploring Jesus. They might not know, you know, uh, I'm not initially holding them to that standard, to that to, to that uh, law, so to speak, you know. Uh, not that not keeping it doesn't make you like um, a better Christian or worse Christian. It's just everybody's got some things going on in our life that we need to deal with. Some of us, it's lying. Some of us, it's cheating. Some of us, it's anger. Some of us, it's whatever. You know different what I mean? places. All of us sin. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just... Are we able to speak into each other's lives? And this helps us understand how we get to approach each other. Mm-hmm. And so, and it's really important, you know, because you, you think about it. Let's say, you know, uh, Duncan is far from Christ and he's coming and, you know, exploring his faith. If I go to him and treat him like he's a family member, I'm going to pr- potentially do a lot of damage. I might push him away from church. Uh, and, uh, and that's, that's what we want to stay away from. We don't want to be that. We, we want to right. understand where people are at. And so. Well, and getting them to identify that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I remember our first couple of, well, our first year as we're meeting with people and they're ultimately people are saying, what is the church going to do for our family? Mm-hmm. And it was like, I didn't like that question. <laughs> right. And it was ultimately like, well, what is God speaking to you? Yeah. And all it was, is a question that was reversed. And it's, it's the same thing. Like. Like when we're meeting with people, you need to say like, who am I talking to right now? Yeah. Am I talking to someone that's fully committed or am I talking to someone who's like, you know, I'm on, on the outside and I, I don't know. I don't know where I believe. I don't know what I stand, you know, where I stand. And I, I think having those conversations are important, but again, it's conversations. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the biggest thing that's being attacked is to not have conversations. It's right. just to make assumptions. And I think that's what's so dangerous about social media and yeah. Well, that we think that this person is this when all the while it's like, oh, that's not who we're dealing with. Yeah. 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 We have never had a conversation with him. And so. I had a student one time came and he's like, I have a situation. There's a friend and 
I think he lives kind of wild. I found out he's sleeping with his girlfriend. And I was just wondering, what do you think I should say to him? Like, should I approach him? And I was like, uh, does, is he a Christian? Does he follow Jesus? And he was like, I don't think so. And I was like, then maybe you should ask him to hang out and talk to him about Jesus. I was like, maybe don't talk about his girlfriend at all. (laughs) Like, why do you think you need to go around a non-believer and say, don't do this, don't do that, don't do this. Ask him if they love the Lord. Or if they know the Lord loves them, because they probably don't so think good. he does. Yep. Right. And so. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's why we say, like, everyone is welcome here. Yeah. All belong, yeah. you know? And because uh, all of us have sin, some of us know what's going on with our sin, and some of us don't even realize yet, like, that's the thing that's causing so much chaos and craziness in our life. And we need to understand how Jesus can, and what Jesus has done to uh, help us out in that area. Well, and, and ultimately, we... We have to realize the vehicle that God uses to transform yeah. communities and cities and and regions is the church, and that's different than everything else. Yeah, and because uh, well, we wouldn't do that anywhere else, nobody's walking into the gym doing that kind of stuff. No. Like, where y'all at? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of fat people here. It's like, well, yeah, that's where they're supposed to be. Right. But church wise, we we so think, true. oh, where's all the perfect people at? Well, y'all at church, so you must be perfect. And it's like, since when? No. Like this is that, and so again, when you see family, you see like there's got to be times where we're having family talks, family meetings, and and every family is different, and mm-hmm. it's we got to be able to say, hey, this is we're gonna be, we're gonna live differently, and uh, if you are comparing us to the YMCA, we're in trouble. We're in trouble, mm-hmm. you know. So that's why I I hate the word membership, yeah, because to me membership is, you know, escape clauses and and uh, ultimately. It's not about coming to Life Community Church. It's about being part of the family of God. And so I want to be able to have a relationship with people, whether, and which is why we ultimately want to pray them out because it's kingdom. And uh, whether you're down the street or, you know, at another town, I want you to, I want you to yeah. understand that we're still family mm-hmm. and we still have conversations. It's following Jesus. It's not following LCC yep. slash worship warehouse. <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's good. It's really good. And uh, I absolutely love it. Where'd you get that name from? Uh, friend. The Bible. Yeah, friend. Yeah. And I did. Hayden and I were talking about it. I was like, I did a little theological dive on that. And I was like, we are. We should be. We are. Uh, like, I was like, what's the definition of warehouse? Stored goods for distribution. Big like, white building perfect. with tin on the outside of it. <laughs> I know it was meant to be like, <laughs> it's kidding. to say our yeah, building's yeah. ugly, but I'm like, yeah, spiritually we I, should be. I think it's beautiful. I, I, have, I have a huge problem with any individual that drives down West Bottom and sees <laughs> all that's on West Bottom and then looks at our building and says it's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I'm just like, yeah. like, that would be an individual that I'm like, listen, your opinion uh, just went out the window because yeah. I don't care. I mean, you got a brown roof, you know, or you got an old siding, you know, a, a barn that's falling down or whatever. And it's like this brand new white or, or just say what was there before you're trying to tell me no offense, Norm, but are you trying to tell Come me on, that Norm. Sunderman building was beautiful <laughs> with all the cars around it? I mean, I got pictures three years later. It's the same cars. Maybe like, they like beautiful. Beige. Yeah. People like brown and beige. I love it. Oh, gosh. There's just no way. I, love I think it. people hate growth. That's that's what it comes down to. Change. Yep, change, growth, all those things. Truth. I mean, I think I think that's the biggest <laughs> thing, too. I mean, that's it. I mean, whatever. It's the truth. 
<laughs> oh, it is. Great observation, Duncan. Oh, Duncan's trying, probably trying to figure out how to edit I some of this. He's like, oh, man. I'm no, it's raw content. It's going out. It's, it is raw. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, I really appreciate this Sunday's message. I think that, you know, I'm a systems guy. I love systems, and I think they're really important. And, uh, you know, and sometimes we feel like it's just part of the secular, our secular world, not the sacred world. But at the same time, uh, you know, uh, we see systems all throughout the Bible, and it's really important. And so don't be intimidated by it or discouraged by it. But, man, really dig in, dive in, you know, where are you at? And um, marketplace, family member you know, what's going on in your own personal mm-hmm. life and, uh, uh, and share, talk about it. And so I'm That's looking good. forward to the conversations and life groups about it. That's for yeah. sure. It's good. Really looking forward to it. And so. Duncan, why don't you pray for us? I'd love to. I love it. Jesus, we just thank you for this uh, time together, Lord. We just pray um, that we could be unified as a body of believers, as a family of believers um, to go out into the marketplace of the world um, and our community, Lord, and just, uh, share the love of Jesus. Um, and we just be reminded that it's not about individuals, not about um, a name or a building, Lord, but it's about Jesus, Lord. And we just uh, thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the This Is Life podcast. If you're interested in sharing your story, you can text the word story to 618-232-4707. For more information on Life Community Church, you can visit our website at lifeillinois.org. We'd also love to see you on a Sunday morning at church at either 8.30 or 10.30.